Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. And it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Hebrews nine twenty seven and 28. Dear friends, what a wonderful text that begins with a challenge. Well, we're going to die, but... Look how it ends wonderfully of how Christ, when He will appear this second time or when He comes back, there are those that will be looking for Him. So, knowing I'm going to die and knowing you're going to die, let me change my focus and think about the return of Christ. And today, we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about biblical truths about the end of time. Before we do that, a thank you to our J-Webb for his kind introductions. He'll be back in a little bit to tell you about a couple of free offers we have. And then also, greetings to you, our listeners of International Gospel Hour who tune in to listen to our broadcast. Maybe you're listening to us for the first time. We welcome you and thank you for giving us a try. Now, we talked about Hebrews 9, 27 and 28, a text with a challenge but yet it ends wonderfully. I'll give you another lengthier context. How about First Thessalonians four thirteen through eighteen? But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. Now, folks, this doesn't begin very well. Paul is talking about those who have not fallen asleep physically, but who have passed from this life. You know, death is referred to in the scriptures as a sleep on a number of occasions. He's talking about those who have died, who have gone on before. So now he's going to give them hope. Listen to verse 14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means perceive those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Now how it ends wonderfully. Verse 18, Therefore comfort one another with these words. Again it begins with a sorrow about those who have fallen asleep, but he says, don't you sorrow as others who have no hope. But it ends with a comforting few words. Paul wanted to increase knowledge for his fellow Christians, to lift up their hearts with no sorrow, a hope in Christ, and a comfort to ease. Again, for the Christian, death is called a sleep. We go back up into verses 13 through 15. We note that. It is a rest from the labors because the Christian dies in the Lord, Revelation 14:13. In Philippians 1 and verse 21, Paul called death for the Christian a gain. The issue at this point is, should Jesus return, what will happen to those who have died? 
Well, those that were living needed assurance and comfort about those they loved who had died. Now, friends, again, we want to think for a moment today about the end of time. As there were questions in biblical times, there are questions today in much discussion in the religious world about the end of time, the word tribulation, how about the word rapture, a number of other things. But rather than discussion, let's determine what the Scripture says, because, friends, the Bible is always right. And with that being said, we want you to receive our very special Bible track called Something is Wrong, But the Bible is Right. It's absolutely free, and before we get into our study, here's our J-Webb with the details of how you can receive this free booklet. Friends, we can look at this world, and no doubt something is wrong. But did you know the Bible is right? We have a special free booklet we'd like to send you called Something is Wrong, But the Bible is Right. It is an exceptional study that clears away a lot of the confusion in the religious world and lets us see that the Bible is always right. Just call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Bible Tract. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say Bible Tract. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Bible Tract in the message box. Another free offer of study from your friends here at International Gospel Hour. Now, back to our study. Biblically speaking, dear friends, let's discuss the rapture. I want to defer to my late brother and friend Wayne Jackson from his article from ChristianCourier.com about the subject left behind. He brings forth a definition of rapture is derived from the Latin rapio, which means to seize or to seize or to snatch. Now, this word is not in the Bible, but dispensationalists claim the idea is found in 1 Thessalonians 4.17 when Paul speaks of the second coming of Christ. He declares that those living saints who witness the Lord's return will be caught up in the clouds to meet him. Now, the truth of the matter is this, dear friends, the rapture theory is relatively recent. When you trace back the idea of where this came from, it came from a Pentecostal movement of the early 1800s, founded by an Edward Irving who lived from 1792 to 1834. Now, George Murray, in his excellent volume, Millennial Studies, has also quoted the renowned Greek scholar S.P. Trigellus, and I trust I pronounced his, name, pronounced his name correctly, dear friends. In 1864, he penned, I am not aware that there was any definite teaching that there should be a secret rapture of the church at a secret coming until this was given forth as an utterance in Mr. Irving's church from what was then received as being the voice of the Spirit. Now, that's page 138 of George Murray's Millennial Studies. Now, several years ago, friends, the movie Left Behind depicted the doctrine of the rapture. It had people look around, and folks were gone. People were gone from a plane. The clothing was left perfectly behind. Animals were left unattended. 
Now, dear friends, it is interesting that not one translation has translated the phrase caught up in 1 Thessalonians 4.17 as raptured. I find that interesting. This doctrine, friends, came from the 1800s and not from the first century. And the doctrine is just not in the Bible. Now, that may surprise some who are listening today. But again, dear friends, we want to look and determine what the Bible says, not what man discusses. Now, biblically speaking, secondly, let's see what the Bible does not say. In our text of 1 Thessalonians 4, 13-18, truth is taught, but there are things that are simply not taught. You know, it doesn't say Jesus will come secretly. Verse 16 says, He will come with a shout, the voice of an archangel, with the trumpet of God. Dear friends, that's going to garner some attention. All three of those can certainly be heard. There's nothing secret there. Revelation 1 and verse 7 says, When He returns, that every eye shall see Him. So how can something be secret? Now I hear Him coming, and I see Him coming. This was affirmed in Acts 1 and verse 11, that as He was taken up into heaven, He will come in like manner. In 2 Peter 3.10, the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Friends, look, when this time on earth ends, there is no doubt we will know Christ is returning. There's nothing secretive about His return. 1 Thessalonians 4.13-18 does not speak of two resurrections. John 5, 28 and 29 says, Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear His voice and come forth, those who have done good to the resurrection of life, those that have done evil to the resurrection of damnation. We're going to rise up at one time, folks. It does not mention in 1 Thessalonians 4, seven years of tribulation. Well, that's even confusing among the advocates. Is this a pre-tribulation, during tribulation, before? What is the case? And, dear friends, it doesn't mention the establishment of the kingdom in different phases. May we submit to you in light of Scripture that the kingdom is already established. It is the church we read of in the New Testament. We see this in such texts as Matthew 16, verses 18 and 19. In Mark 9 and verse 1, there would be those that would not taste death until they see the kingdom of God come with power. Dear friends, there's nobody 2,000 years old walking around on the earth today. In Colossians 1.13, they were already in the kingdom. Jesus affirmed in John 18.36, His kingdom was not of this world. And in Luke 17.21, the kingdom of God is within us. Once again, dear friends, let us look at what is not said, and we do so by determining what the Scripture says. Dear friends, we want to pause here and offer you our free home Bible study. I'm sure we have brought forth some facts and some things that might have opened your eyes as it has opened many individuals who study this in light of the Word of God. Let's return back to the Bible, and here is our J. Webb with more details. Your friends at the International Gospel Hour are offering absolutely free a Bible study course by mail. You may study in the privacy of your own home at your own pace. Feel free to give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 
and please leave your name, address, and just say home study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type home study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. Dear friends, thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. And friends, join us again and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope first that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,